You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Cheryl Stark. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to the brand new Morning Coffee Radio Show. (laughs) With yours, the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Stark, DJ Nelson. The Maestro. <laughs> so motivated. So motivated. We love you so much. We miss you so much. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's show. Kicking it back. Bringing your new year. New fun. New everything for you here on the morning coffee. And as you know, today is Terrific Tuesday. That's right. That means you're going to get up, get out. Do what you got to do. Make things happen. You know, Star, she called it Taco Tuesday. Hey. And you know, by my side is the queen of the funny bone, all right? She the one to make you laugh, get you going, get you thinking at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Got everything under control, as so she said. But she's the one, the only, the incomparable Cheryl Star. Twinkle, twinkle, it's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Let me tell y'all right now, it used to be Taco Tuesday last year. This year is Turn Up Tuesday. <laughs> turn Up Tuesday, all right. So you can take that any way. You can take it in a healthy way with the Turn Up Greens, or you can take it on a sexy red kind of way. We getting turned up this year, Jazzy. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a lot of time on Blueberry Hill, and now I'm turned up on Tuesday. <laughs> it's all That's good, right. Keep, all right. Me, keep me young, so Motorators. Keep me young. <laughs> All right, so it's Turn Up Tuesday. That's right. So Terrific Tuesday, <laughs> aka Turn Up Tuesday. That's how we gonna make it. Yeah, happen. you done got me no. with some. You know, a couple of ladies was flirting with me since you put it out there that I gave up the tacos, the beef for the fish. You know, <laughs> I had a couple of people talk about some high stars. I thought they was calling for a morning coffee T-shirt. They was hey, like, hey, "What size you- are you?" You said it. <laughs> you know what I said. I, I was talking about coffee. food, so motivators. <laughs> Look at me being yeah. a triple threat. <laughs> Get everybody like him. So it's turn up Tuesday, y'all. Now make no mistake about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's all good. <laughs> we got that straight now. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so motivators. Hey, a party wouldn't be a party if you didn't have this man here, smooth operator. That's right. He controls the board. He make it all happen. That's right. He's the percolator. The one, the only, the master king himself, DJ Nelson. The maestro. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy G? Good morning. Buenos dias, Nelson. Star. My mashup king. Yeah, yeah, In effect. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, oh, Nelson? We're going we to get these popping today. We're going to have some fun today. Um, hey, we've been going through all kinds of stuff that's been going on since we was away. So we're going to continue on and talk all week long, have some fun all week long. Get you up, get you out, get, op- get you open. Like we always do, nothing changed on that end because that is the mission of the morning coffee. Motivation, inspiration, and transformation. Get you up. Be that fresh, brewed cup of coffee every morning for you. All right? So, Star, 
yes, I know yes. you got some housekeeping because, yo, it was juicy yesterday, so we got to get into some more today, star. So I know you got yes, some housekeeping. Yes, yes right. there's more to continue with. There's more to continue with. All right, so let's do that. Let's get to some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, star, what you got today for housekeeping? All right. Well, we're going to start it off with congratulating Holly Robinson Pete and her husband of 20 year, 28 years of marriage, as we always do. So motivators, whenever there's black love, we're giving them some shout outs. So shout out Clap to Holly up. Robinson Pete yes. and her yes. husband. And, 28 and, years of marriage. Rodney Pete. Yeah. Rodney Pete. And, and Holly Robinson Pete. Yeah. You know what's funny? Now, I'm about not talking that? about you, Mr. Pack and Pete. I hey. hope you're okay. <laughs> but no, I'm not talking but you about know, Star, you know what's funny about that? Because we were talking about the Cat Williams thing with with uh with with uh talk about Mark Mark Curry and everything right. Mark Curry had right. this show hanging with Mr. Cooper. Right. That's where Rodney actually proposed, uh, proposed right. to right. Holly Robinson. Yes. He yes, yes. on the set. Yeah, yeah. So everything Which is cool, like, you know? It's yeah. always cool to see those proposals at a concert, a basketball game, or top of the World Trade Center that yeah. used to be, you know. Wherever yeah. there's a, you know, creative moment, you know, of a proposal, I'm all for it. So yeah, yeah, I read that too, that they he proposed there. And one other wedding anniversary before we get into the juicy stuff, because you know, we want to start off with the good stuff first. Yeah. Steph Curry and Alicia Curry, yeah, Aisha Curry, 12 years of marriage, yeah, the other Ooh. day celebrated oh, cool. their anniversary. So again, the black love. Let's give yes, it a shot. Clap it up. Clap it up for black love there. Clap it up for the black love. Yes, indeed. And speaking <laughs> of love, speaking of love, Jazzy G, yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock is being reported allegedly to be dating Amber Rose. So, Girl. you know, he got, yeah, he got. Uh, what's his name? Wiz, Wiz Khalifa Because you can't say Kanye West leftovers You can't say that Because <laughs> Kanye West That was like You know Four guys ago <laughs> But you know what I gotta say I like this relationship Even though I'm joking on it When I was reading it Because you know Chris Rock has made Tons of jokes About you know Getting a beautiful woman At this point in his life He said he's ready to get the trophy because you know how some guys get the trophy first and then they kind of go to the the one they want to spend their life with who may not necessarily be trophy figure but she's trophy within the heart you well, know that, that trophy is like the stanley cup that we passed around a few teams you know what right. well <laughs> hey she, she won a fruit championships i'm sure <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> or should i say she sinked the few ships i believe <laughs> but but what i'm saying is that you know you know if you if you look at chris rock's history of dating he's always dated the librarian type of woman you know the prissy dainty woman so he said she, he want to yes, live yeah uh, i miss yeah that. so he, he, know, he his, would... his daughter's mama is a, is a stripper so i'm just saying yeah. oh okay okay yeah, so i'm just saying you know well, he must have cleaned her up so anyway he's dating <laughs> amber rose and he's saying that he's having the great the best time of his life at this point and you know what you know being a divorcee myself I think that this is a time because, you know, I think before you just get serious with with the next person or, you know, whether he's going to do it again, you got to have that that little stump in the road. Get that little fun out and do some exciting things, you know, jump off the 
do do a parachute ride, do something that <laughs> that that you. identifies you living your life. You know, because you know I, we so kids. So. Sometimes, <laughs> just don't I kill yourself. So. <laughs> I guess so. It's just for me. I, I'm a very typical man. Uh, body count does matter to me. Uh-huh. It does. It just does. I, and like I always tell you, now man worry about women's past. <laughs> a woman worry about man's future. So I'm just saying. Uh, right, 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 right. I'm just saying it's a, it's a. For me, it's not a done deal. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, but it does concern me a bit. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, settle down with. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Back in the day, you know, women that you know they had body counts like mine had a reputation it, it was yeah you know what i mean it was like kind of like oh I was okay never gonna settle down with that type of chick right you know so right it, that's the thing so yeah. right so that's why i said maybe that's- you know settling down is off the radar for him and he just want to have fun but he is enjoying himself so let's big it up and right. you know wish him the best because you know he's been shooting his shot at all the attractive single women yeah, <laughs> i like I'm Chris Rock, you done landed somebody. But anyway, I want to move into uh, another housekeeping because, you know, we were talking yesterday about Cat Williams and the Cat Williams saga continues. Yes, it does. Cat Williams is my hero right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's a lot of people's hero right now. Look, look, Jazzy G, we said we're going to start slipping Cat Williams some DMs to to report some other shit on people. <laughs> Being that he telling it, let's give everything gossip to Cat Williams and let him just tell it for us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, so allegedly, you know, Tori Hart, ex-wife of Kevin Hart, everybody knows, is announced that she's going on tour with yeah, Cat Williams. I saw that. I saw so it. that stirred up a lot more internet drama. <laughs> it did it. And it's like a rap battle because do you remember even though you know when Jay-Z and Nas had to eat the battle because Jay-Z you know dated Nas baby mother Destiny's mother right Carmen he dated her and then you know I don't think Nas knew at the time because when Jay-Z revealed it he was like oh Twinkle Toes you're killing me because she used to call Nas Twinkle Toes so (laughs) that shows you that she's been having at that time she was telling Jay-Z all the secrets of of her and Nas relationship so people were saying this is an ether. They was they had pictures of Cat Williams playing the song Ether in the background Whoa. because you know when guys sometimes in in the history of the industry yeah. they have went to the the woman you know because you know you go to even though she's the ex she still got his kids so they yeah. still have and you, and you don't never stop caring for your ch- your kid's mother even that's, if you're that's kind of sloppy on her in a little yeah yeah faith did a song with Tupac when Biggie and Tupac was beefing and yeah, then it was out yeah. rumor. and you know Cat Williams was definitely there to take a picture with her <laughs> He was like, let's announce this today. Yeah. <laughs> and she's I funny, I heard. I saw the picture last week. I saw it. I like, yeah, wow. she's funny, though. People are saying that she's, you know, she has a good stand-up game. So, you know, uh-huh. if they come here, we got to check them out. Because I want to, I definitely want to go, you know, this year coming, you know, we, I know the morning coffee, we've, we've been everywhere last year, but yeah, we couldn't yes, get to yeah. everything. So, yes, you know, yeah. now we're going to split our resources and try to catch this. I know somebody in that comedian show gonna write a line or two to say about this Kevin Hart stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause remember, I, I mentioned this before. 
when Kevin Hart got married, him, his wife, his current wife, Nico, and Tori was going back and forth on social media. Right. Yeah. And the new wife was like, oh, don't get mad because he cheated on you. She was throwing darts at Tori yeah. because <laughs> of the infidelity. And then not too long after that was like, comma, boom. Right. Kevin exactly. Hart cheated on her. Exactly. So Tori didn't say anything. She just put an uh, emoji. Because, <laughs> you know, she said, this is my kid's stepmother. So I'm not going to go back and forth with you. But she said, you'll feel it. And then not too long after that conversation oh man people was dragging her and then you see how she kind of went in the background like kevin hart oh, like yeah. uh um oh, yeah. cat went and said you never hear an interview with her <laughs> yeah. no, i think he was talking about her he said don't get no that's so true that's so true <laughs> can't get them none of them on on the, to have an interview hey any of the wives any any of those comedians that uh cat williams uh mentioned and his interview with uh, Club Shay Shay, y'all all welcome on the morning call. I'm just saying, I'm not starting nothing. <laughs> I'm not stirring up no pot. I'm just saying the wives, y'all welcome on the morning call. You all right? Hey, yeah, we, we love everybody up here because <laughs> there's two sides to a story and then there's the truth. There, there you go. So that's what I'm saying. So everybody's biased to their side. Y'all welcome up here it just as well as anyone else. So you can just holler at us, you know what I'm saying? Hit us up, you know what I'm saying? You know where to find us, right? It's, uh, uh, morningcoffee.chat right that's morning that's morningcoffee.chat morningcoffee.chat you know how to hit us up you know how to reach us it's all good and you know people are saying that how generous Cat Williams is as a person you know I commend him because he's he's done a lot for people and people are now talking about things that he's done and you know he's done stuff for people just out of the kindness of his heart he said you know if i'm in your city this is a quote that cat williams said on the interview with shannon sharp said that why not give back to the city if i get ten thousand if i get a hundred thousand why not give away ten percent so there was you know people like Dion cole even bootsy when you know the rapper bootsy said when i came home he said i never met cat williams before and he said, I was doing the show and Cat Williams was in at my show. And, and he said, next thing I know, he threw something in the car. He thought it was weed because it was wrapped up. He said right. $50,000. Yeah. So yeah. that really was very He generous. said he really and, needed that money too. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. and there's people out here that, that does things for no recognition. I mean, they, Cat Williams, yeah. I mean, did you did you see that uh, the, 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 the Walk of Fame star? That Melba Moore. Melba Moore. On, yes. Uh, he, he 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 paid for that all. Paid for that, right? Yeah. And he spoke about that as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was and it was because Melba Moore tweeted about that. She said at the time he didn't want anyone to know it was him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But he didn't do it for publicity. Recognition, he, right? He said he just got in touch with her management and then said he'd take care of the bill. You ain't got don't you ain't got to tell nobody I did it and stuff like that. So that's so cool. He just did and it. And the backstory behind yeah. that is they called him to get his Hollywood Walk of Fame. And right. so what he said was it was actually, you know, my call and he said he turned it down and said, Why not give it to somebody? He said, Here's Melba Moore sitting in the ballot. And she's contributed music for so many years. So long, right. And he said, oh, just man, because oh, she don't have no money. Yep. Right. He was like, it's not fair why we can't give her her flowers because she don't have money. So right. that's why he did that, which was very noble of him. Yeah, that's so cool. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the thing. And I guess that's why he hard on a lot of 
the other ones and I, I know some, it, a lot of people uh, backlash to the whole thing is that mm-hmm. oh here we go again brothers ten brothers down and you know why can't we all just get along and this and that but even uh, uh, Bernie Mac's daughter commented on, on the situation and right. she had said that you know, because she, she never met Cat Williams, but she knew that Cat Williams was real cool with her pops and everything like that, stand-up guy. And she was saying, you know, it's like family, you know, but even family, everybody don't get along. Some, so, right, right. Everybody don't get along in family. So let's let's take the reality of it. You know what I mean? Everybody don't get along. So And also, it, it helps, it, it makes people accountable. Like, we, it's, it, it's how they looking at it. Because I didn't think it was like tearing him down. Because there's some times where we do tear each other down, but... What I thought it was, in my opinion, was him calling them out, making them accountable. And well, sometimes that's how I took it because he too, went after some people, people that right. said certain things that he felt wasn't true. So that's why, like, even like I say, Mike, I'm like, you didn't even mention me, but he didn't have anything. He didn't have an interaction with Mike Epps about anything. So if Mike Epps did go on some show or interview and, and say something that wasn't true about Friday After Next or something like right, that, or right. that encounter. So, so there's no reason to mention Mike Epps. Mike Epps is just like, yo, it's making everybody's stuff resurface. <laughs> he he trying to, he's trying to get his stuff resurfaced. Yeah, I got this. I needed the publicity, <laughs> and that's cool because you know what? Somebody could make a light out of it. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like it's good that we got that balance. Like you got people saying, "Oh, Shannon didn't do a good job," and you know, I was watching Stephen A. Rebuttal. Right, Stephen A. did a did a great rebuttal about it because you know Stephen A. come to his defense and was like, yeah. you know, he and did a great job. Yeah, he did. He did an excellent job. He, he challenged certain things other th- and Cat was just that good he kind of like okay you're challenging me but this is why you know what I'm saying and then right. so so Shannon was like okay got it you know what I'm saying what, what you wanted him to do you know what I'm saying he was, Shannon, you, we all know Shannon Sharp is not a bootlicker so he's not gonna right. be that he's not gonna be that for that's not gonna fly he just wanted <laughs> And he didn't know that. He's not in the comedy arena So like you said Right He's not in the comedy arena Right He didn't know So he can't respond Or rebuttal can, to right. things That he, he don't know If it's factual Right He can only challenge Off the fly Because these people We had on the show Saying what they said So he can only Challenge You know Saying certain things He can't challenge everything He's not in the comedy arena He's not So that's the that's the that's the cool part about it. he did an excellent job in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's, right. That's, I agree, I agree. And that's why, you know, I mentioned when we talked about Gail King. See, everybody is not gonna have the same style, whether they let you go, let you just talk and ask a few questions that was necessary. Because I thought Shannon asked the proper questions when it was time. But for Kevin Hart to for um sorry for Cat Williams to talk about the the life of comedians and how people steal jokes, Shannon would not know that because that's not his lane. And and that's where people are getting a little unfair. In my opinion, I just felt like the truth hurts. And so because so many people, some of our favorite comedians, because I love Shetty. I like Shetty and some people I love it. I love um, his show with with him and uh, Tashina Arnold. Tashina Arnold, yeah. Neighborhood. I think it's been on like seven years now. 
and, and I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> I so, something. Right, and that's why I said, you know, but we still should be able to call people out and hold them accountable, even when we like them, even when right. like. I think that it's the fear of the truth. A lot of people are getting like, oh, you know, remember the movie, Why Did I Get Married? And they was at yeah. the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> and they was like, oh, don't go tell the secrets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because one thing about the truth, it's a domino effect. It's a domino yeah. effect. Because when one person can be brave enough to tell the truth, you're going to see a whole lot more truth step to the plate. Well, you there's, know? there's two factors <laughs> about truth. One, the truth hurts. That's yep. that's the first factor about truth. The second factor about truth is that the truth will make you free. Right. Most people don't want freedom. Most right. people want most people want liberties and independence. Most people do not want freedom because there's a right. price to pay for freedom. Right. What yeah. did, what, right. During the Revolutionary War, what was said? Give me what? Give me death? He said, "Give me liberties." Or right. give me death. He never said give me freedom or give me death. He said give me liberties because liberties would be free. Freedom right. come with a cost, and that's right. the truth about freedom. Okay, so that's the thing. So, and once you're free, you you supposed to change your narrative and, and, right. and act accordingly, that's, that's and right. that's a part of that's the pain right. that the right. change is going to bring about because that's people are afraid to change. And they know once they're free, they have no more excuses, no more procrastination. Right. Once you <laughs> exactly, it's a transformation. It's right. There's power in transformation. Absolutely. It's power in transformation. So you gotta understand that, and it comes because it's a decision making, and and it, mm -hmm. the, the most powerful thing you'll ever do in your life will be make will make a decision, no matter what that decision is, good, bad, positive, negative, whatever it is, whatever the it, it's the decision where the power lies and that's the thing and most people like i said don't want freedom we want liberty right. we want independence right oh that's the yeah so that that's the thing about that but the truth is gonna hurt and, and Absolutely. You know, it's gonna hurt more than stuffing your toe on the end of your bed y'all know that pain Everybody <laughs> know that pain boy or hitting your knee <laughs> oh yeah oh, hitting, man. Oh, that I'm hurts done. too oh, man. when i hit my knee i'm done I am done. <laughs> Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Oh, man. These knees, oh my God. You would think I paid poor football kind of knees. I got OJ Simpson knees for no reason. Don't kill nobody because you ain't getting over that gate. For, for over a decade. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to have those knees. I ain't playing no pro football, nothing like that. I ain't supposed to have the no OJ knees. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. But it's all good, though. <laughs> but let me ask you something, Jazzy, because I want to get to another housekeeping and really quick, because Nia Long was trending all last week. Now, we already know that, you know, she went through her separation and her breakup with right. Donka. Right. And so um, there was a game during the holidays, like right before uh, Christmas, I believe, that remember LeBron, so the Celtics and the Lakers played. And LeBron and Adonka, remember, because it was trending, they, they was getting into a beef. You know, right. they was going back and forth on the court, you right. know, on the sidelines. So yeah. then he got in the media and was saying, LeBron is a crybaby, blah, blah, blah. So rumor has it that, you know, remember Cam from the Is What It Is, Cam was saying how he met Leah Long uh, spontaneously right. because yeah. he was invited 
to a party that LeBron threw. <laughs> so people was like, oh, LeBron is shady because LeBron invited Cam to a party that he knew Nia Long was going to be at. So yeah. that, because, you know, the rumors was like Cameron had this crush. So anyway, so it was trending that she recently, you know, you know, they settled out of court, but she recently got awarded $32,500 a month per month for the child support. And people, it's funny because you know how I say sometimes we're biased to people we like? Yeah. Now, in other cases, because there, there were some guys on the post, it was a post because they had a picture of Nia Long and they had a picture of Adanko in a, in a sacral on the side. And so people was like, yes, Nia, you got it. And it, was, it wasn't just women, it was men. So some of the guys was comment on the post and say, oh, you guys, y'all, y'all some bi, y'all just love Nia. Like, y'all still don't think 32,000 is a lot? And they said, no, because now that we are exposed to the Hollywood world on how they act in this, people was like, yo, she should have got more than that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> because they were talking about the salaries of the actresses. So now that, you know, that's a little bit more transparent for us as the viewers, they're like, yes, she deserved that and more. So what do you think about that? Do you think, because I know we talked about child support and, and, and certain amounts, you know, Mary is paying her husband because it's not only men that pays spousal support or, you know, but they weren't married. So well, it's marriage, just yeah, marriage paying spousal support. Yeah, this spousal support for Mary. Yeah, that's different. Right. This child. is child support that Nia is getting because they right. weren't married. Right. But, you know, any thoughts on that on your end? Like, as far as, like, you know, the amount? First and foremost, I'm, I'm going to say this, and some people are not going to like this, but child support is a sham. That's one. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. That's, that's first and foremost. Now, should there be child support? Yes. But child support in itself, the 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 entity, the 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 uh what you call it, the department or whatever you want to call it, that's a that's a sham. That's a scam. But is child support needed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna give an example of how extreme things are and it shouldn't be that extreme. So let's take Tyrese situation and he was speaking on this the so, singer Tyrese actor Ty- singer right right actor, yeah the actor singer Tyrese so right 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 he's, he's divorced and everything like that so he has to pay alimony child support so now his child support I, I don't know the exact figure but it's up there now one of the things that Tyrese said he said when we were together I wasn't spending that kind of money on the child right so whenever right whenever they awarded the mother he was like I didn't spend that money when me and her was together. Why is she getting that much money? Why is they saying she needs that much money? Because what what he's worth again? Yes. Because again, and that's a combination. Right. Of, in, they were married. It's a combination of right in relationships. The man is gonna he's gonna foot the bill. That's what. And and and, and again, you gotta. I I understand wholeheartedly why so many men refuse to be married and just want to be in a relationship and refuse to be married because they lose out you know what i'm saying they lose mm-hmm. they, they lose out they get the they get the brunt of the, the the stick it's always you know women you know you pump your fist with this independence liberties thing as i said and then it's it's like oh i'm independent but take care of me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we're it's a thin line with that well you know uh, they uh, they they just they gave they gave men 
the ability to receive it now as it was back in the well, days and like that you know because now they go yeah who is the sole breadwinner yeah they've been doing that that's nothing right. new but what i'm saying is but when we come to child support we see that you know what I'm saying it's, it's almost like 75% of the, the, the percentage of the, the child goes to the mother 75% of the time which shouldn't happen it really shouldn't happen okay the other the other thing is because you don't find you don't find a lot of times the, the mother's no more fit than the father is so why is the mother getting it over the father but the other thing is you know uh, you know uh Women are the biggest deadbeat parents compared to fathers. You're, you know that, right? What do you mean? Because they spoil their kids? Statistically, women are the deadbeat parents. They're at a higher ratio. Meaning that, and this is one of the reasons what they find out in, in doing the study, the case study. Most men don't seek child support when they get custody of the child. A lot of women escape through paying child support. A lot of women. Okay? So what happens is, in ratio numbers of those who are on the deadbeat spectrum, right, women are is at a higher rate. Not that in the numbers, because of course, more women have the children than men do. But the ratio, women are at a higher ratio, higher rate of being deadbeat parents than deadbeat dads. There are more deadbeat moms than deadbeat dads. Well, that would be an interesting statistic to look so, up because that's, right. that's the so, first time I'm hearing right. that. Uh, right. Statistics are in the ratio, so you gotta go by the ratio. You can't go by just number by number because it won't add up number by number because more women have the children than they become the what they call primary caregiver. Mostly go to women. And it only go to women and even the child support family court themselves. Family court themselves said men are afraid to go and get custody of the children because now a lot of judges are given and they've been doing this for a good while, giving a lot of the men the custody because, again, a lot of men may have they may be a better breadwinner. And because they're the better breadwinner doesn't mean that it makes them a better parent. But what happens is it gives the child more stability. Also, statistically statistically in single parent homes you find that fathers turned out children are less likely to end up uh far as prison and things like that they're more high school fa single fathers uh they they father more high school graduates than single mothers did you know that stuff no that seems that seems true yes. because that's why single a lot of the families have right. more high school graduates than single mothers, right? So yeah, because it's hard on a single of the mother. prison population comes from single parent homes, and the majority of that is single mothers. Okay, I'm not knocking women. Okay? Well, we, you know, the women can't, can't help be single mothers, plight, right? My plight is to get fathers into being in the role of being the head. Of the, the head of, of 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 parenting in the sense of where they're no longer living under this imposter syndrome, and they can be the best parent that they can be to their children. 
that is my plight, Soul Motivators. That's something that I'm creating. I have, uh, you say, I have a course that's coming. I have books that's coming, okay? And, it, and it's entitled Suffering in Silence, and it's to help fathers, black fathers in particular. You know so, and mainly present fathers, I want to help them a lot too, because present fathers are actually overlooked more than any parent. Is present fathers Because we just take for granted He's in the home It's all good And they, they don't see his suffering We don't ever pay attention To that man that's suffering Because he suffers in silence Because there's no real help for him If he's not part of Some type of a religious organization or, or, or something uh, like say if he's if he's not like a, a Q dog or something like that and even doesn't with, have an you know, outlet they don't even have programs I'm reaching out to all the all the uh, fraternities and, and, and outlets and everything like that to bring my program to them because they have no program for fathers and especially present fathers so my, my uh, suffering silence program is really is geared for all that which is coming in which is you know here now and that's what I'm reaching out to but again what we don't talk about is the the numbers when it comes to when mothers and fathers and, and we tend to give the award to the mothers and and a lot of the mothers are not as fit as the father is in some cases and like well said, you know they're learning a lot more about custody because if you see especially in marriages you know marriages if if a if a husband wants joint custody because joint custody means that they split the responsibility right so a lot of times a lot of people haven't they haven't known that especially in in the um in the black families because um, when you when you file joint custody and you know sometimes that's a battle because a lot of times when the man claims joint custody he doesn't have to pay the sole child support so it's right. sometimes he'll pay when he he's have to right but because that that's why they do joint custody because that means that they have the child at the equal amount of right. time and responsibility so right. that's why like now like you know Jeezy for instance the rapper Jeezy he filed for joint custody. Right. You know of his child because he is uh, you know he makes more than Jeannie Ma so if she gets sole custody then you got to pay the child support based on who gets sole custody that's why a lot of fathers want and, joint and custody again, now. Seventeen percent of the of the father's earnings the, uh, a woman can get as much as seventeen percent of the father's earnings now mm -hmm. that child <laughs> when they were under the same roof that child maybe was 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 receiving about eight percent because the younger the child is the the less the less they to require right the older the older the older your child get the, the more, more money right especially when they teenagers and then right. when they when they're between that preteen and teenage and let me tell you something even when as an adults let me tell you something my girl especially the two youngest ones stay in my pockets okay my two oldest not so much okay so i can count on i i can count on them they say even with simone they say when uh they was coming uh, here they were here for for the holidays and everything. Well, they wasn't here for the holiday. They couldn't come for the holiday because it was too expensive. So they came last week and everything. And spent the whole week with me and they and they made dinner and everything like that. So what they would have made over the Christmas holiday, they made this time around. And man, I, and I'm gonna tell you, it was it was no joke. I needed it and 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 <laughs> I had the itis, y'all. <laughs> but but uh, again, 
you know, like his mom was like, okay, um, I'm gonna send you some money for the groceries because I was I was doing the grocery shopping and everything like that. You know, that's all that don't happen with the other two. And at the same time, Simone sent me money for for groceries. Nigeria hit me up with, oh, dad, you have twenty dollars. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, so you getting it and then you paying it right back. Yeah, out. you get what I'm saying. So they, they they stay in my pockets just the same, and they're adults and got their own jobs at their own places, the whole nine yards. So part of that in parenting of being a father, that kind of never stops, especially with daughters. You know what I mean? So especially unwed daughters. <laughs> now I understand why <laughs> fathers back in the day married their daughters off real quick. <laughs> get the money in their pocket. <laughs> give me a couple of cows and give me <laughs> and you got my daughter. <laughs> so I understand wholeheartedly on that end. Now, let me also mention this. When it comes to child support, the reason why I say child support is a scam and it is much of a fraud. One, you know one of the biggest frauds in child support that goes on and, and it's a and it's allowed and it's against the law. You know one of the biggest thing in child support is against the law? Do you, you know, know to go to jail? To get them arrested? Right. Now no. women, most women, your baby daddy, a lot of y'all have his social security number, don't you? That's one of the things that they ask. For his social security You have a social security number And so you can look him up mm-hmm. That is against the law That is fraud You can If someone Start If you was a hand Somebody my social security number like, That is identity theft You cannot do that Right That is right. against the law Every father that ever been put on child support And that mother Gave them The, the, the social security number That is fraud And you're allowed to sue them now Every father, you're allowed to sue them. I'm not trying to get y'all out of paying child support. Take care of your kids. Take care of your kids. Stop, stop messing around. Stop being less than a man. Take care of your kids. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna holler that to the, to the cows. Come on. Take care of your but children. Is, is that black and white language? Because if, what if y'all? Yes, sign- that is unconstitutional. You are not allowed to pass on someone else's social security number. You are not allowed to do that. That is against the law. What if that you is were married? The law. What if you was mad? Not do that, but they allow it to get. They allow them to get away with that in child support. They allow that. That's against the law. But if you know, even in a marriage, they would stop it. They would stop it if all the fathers were sued behind that. You know what I'm saying? Then it would stop. But there's a law that says that they can't do it as far as in a marriage or a relationship. Because when people not married, most of them are not married. Oh, okay. Most of them are not married. I'm talking about and, and, and baby daddy. Because the baby reason mama, why I asked, not I, married. the reason why I asked, because I had a case a long time ago that uh, it was it was in an arbitration where it was about their health insurance and they had their social security and she the the woman like you said the woman had gave the guys uh information his social security his uh you know only the only thing they couldn't reveal that's is how they get it this is how they got away with it but, but, but you know what the arbitrator has said let me let me get this mm-hmm. point out because you, you brought me back to a case a long time mm-hmm. ago so remember when the law had changed it wasn't that long ago the law had changed that because they because of the um, LGBTQ, because they were say if they were because of the same sex marriage, they had to you had to have your spouse on your uh, health insurance, 
and uh, right. they used to have their spouse on their health insurance without being married without being married heterosexual couples right and so they changed the law well i think it was under it definitely was under obama because he was the one who approved the same-sex marriage so when they changed the law those couples that weren't married that were living under uh what do you call the the common law because new york right. doesn't acknowledge the common law they said, oh, state to state though yeah but new york didn't acknowledge it at that it time does it it still does it Okay, so that's what they had told the, the woman Because the woman and the guy Because he wouldn't marry her They broke up And she took the information So she could contain the health insurance And his social security All of that was on the uh, the paperwork And you know what the judge has said If y'all did some paperwork together Like life insurance And so it's like you gave her willingly Because that's not a secret document So he did not Because he said I didn't agree to this paperwork So his social security His information Only thing that they said That could be illegal Is if she gave his medical records So you know from his medical records Of course the HIPAA laws prohibits because she right. didn't know anything about his medical records but they basically right. when the law changed she wanted to keep the insurance she took the paperwork and they went to arbitration on this case because he said that he didn't give her permission to obtain the insurance and right. what i was saying is that even though the social security wasn't an issue of the paperwork but it was on the paperwork and he said i didn't sign this he was like i didn't give her permission to use my social security blah 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 and the right. judge has said if y'all did this insurance together she had access to you so like say for instance if you let me have your social security for other purpose of a bank account or, or purposes of you know uh insurance or when, when we do life insurance together and you give me your social security it cannot be that she took it from you because now you access it to her so that's what the judge has said so it could be you know laws change all the time because this was this was a while back when there was a case right. on that and that was that's, under the Obama. That, that's where the thin line that's where the thin line is because again you know you, you, have you just can't lot. go around using people social security but yeah a lot of times they they know it because they do they do things together like be on the lease together and then you know they obtain it right you know right and some of which is not right which is like definitely not baby right mama, baby daddy but she has his social security right right you know what I'm so she passed it right, and that's what, and they encourage that at child support. If you can get a social security, you get a social security number. We can find them. They say that all the time. That's mm -hmm. the law. They should not be saying that. To them. That's against the law. That's what I'm saying to you. Well, my, my aunt works for social security. That's against the law. That's against the law because you cannot pass someone else's social security number on to, to, to any other entity. That's 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 considered. Is it law. is it without them knowing? Or you just can't do it. Yeah. There might be some connections with that. So they, only, they do it without them knowing. Because again, even married couples, some, some, I, I, rem, I remember when, because Deb did the bill pay. Everything is in my name. Deb did the bill pay. We had, the, even before we had all the joint accounts, because we had, we had two joint accounts and two separate accounts. Then we put all out, then we had all joint accounts. So, uh, every all the bills are in my name, so only bills that's not in my name is her stuff. Like say her her, her New York whatever card and her 
uh, HSN or whatever those things are that she shopped on and all that stuff. She had those kind of cars and that was, that was in her name. But far all the bills were in my name. So from my, from, I have direct deposit, go straight into our accounts. And from that, she pays out the bills. That's how it works. Okay. So uh, at times, it, at one time, because she's the one that was paying the bills and she was calling them up. And so, well, it's in Guy Rainey. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm his wife, Deborah Rainey. And they were like, yeah, but we got to talk to Guy Rainey. He has to give us the Yeah, but they've been stopped doing stuff like so, that. How long ago right. was that? <laughs> so, right, no, but I'm just saying, so she had to. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying when we first, that's what I'm saying. When we first, oh, oh, okay. When you first, yeah, that's why I said so sometimes they change the book. But that had to happen. Because they let you use your husband or wife credit card now. Like, yeah. you could go in the store with your yeah, wife. I know, yeah, I know, but but that's, so she had to go through that at the time. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I'm the one that actually changes the, the passwords and things like that. And I do it on like a monthly basis because that's the safety thing. I'm in, you know what I'm saying? I'm in IT, so I, you know, that's part right. of something I do. So, but, but again, she had the hardest time trying to figure that first. We was like, wait a minute, you're that guy already, even though we were married. So, you know, it, they still, it's for security reasons, they were still like, hey, we got to get permission from him that it's okay for you to represent him. You know, and that's how that's how it was. You know, at that. At well, I, that like I said, I know in medical, they you definitely have to sign the proxy. But if they have, right. a, that too, right? She if they like, have a decision a that they have to make, they're gonna call the wife or the husband. Right, exactly, exactly. But again, there are certain things in in child support that ain't too kosher. And again, remember, child support is not is no longer really part of family court anymore. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like family court decides, but it's it's you know you're not really seeing a judge when you go there. You're seeing you know whatever they call an arbitrator and all that type of stuff, and and that's what you're up against. So many fathers are so afraid to deal with child support, deal with those things. They they oftentimes a no show, and a no show is the worst thing that you can do. They don't know. They just That's scared the of the court system. Yeah. Do the no show is because then their the other per party is awarded automatically. Right, right. And now all you have is a bunch of resentment. Stop. Right. Because you're going to resent the child. Stop. Child has nothing to do with all that stuff. And you know what I'm saying? If y'all is good enough to lay down and you attract each other, then now the child come out. Let's let's take care of responsibility. And again, we understand that sometimes it ain't you know accountability ain't there either. You know what I'm saying? You know this baby's yours. Then you're not the father. Let's get all that straight. I think it should be mandatory that that DNA is taken at birth, when, especially when the parents are, are not married. But um, so in some cases, would be the married couples too, because we see that happen too. But you know, with I, I just watched the video; it keeps resurfacing where the guy had like four, or five children with this woman, and I think it was four children, and and he was sterile from the time he was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? He has a condition that got him sterile. So the doctor was like, um, the kids can't be yours because <laughs> you were sterile since you was I, like, I, I know a lot. I know a lot of situations like that. Yeah. And, and, 
and one of the <laughs> and one of the children <laughs> is by a famous basketball player. He's not. He's retired now. They mean thing like that. Like, wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's crazy. And he said, "Yeah, my son, he can ball too." <laughs> and wow. now he got no he got the DNA. He can ball because yeah, he he's got so, that so DNA. <laughs> so that that's crazy, you know. But it, uh, again, I think that's why a lot of those things should be mandatory. Uh, I think it should be mandatory to get it out of the way. And that's another thing that men aren't doing. They going, oh, I don't have the money at the time, or they don't want to spend the money. I'd rather spend the two hundred whatever dollars, whatever it costs, to find out if this child's biologically mine or not. If that's going to be an issue, and and to prepare monthly child support of a child that's not biologically yours, that's going to be an issue. Now, if you take on the child, say, hey, you know, what I'm saying if it's mine or not biologically, I'm going to take care of this child. And being like the same thing with the with the man I'm talking about, he actually moved out and kind of like disconnect himself from the kids, you know what I'm saying? And then either right. his father or his brother, somebody had told him, "Hey man, that's not right. Don't don't do that to the kids." You know, it's because the kids started acting out and everything like that. It's like you can't you can't make it their fault for what their mother did. You can't do that. Go, you know what I'm saying? So he went, he moved back in. They just wasn't living in the same room, but he moved back in and, and take away responsibility because you can't do that. You're the only father they know. So you are their father. You're just not their biological father, but you are their father. You know what I'm saying? So you, that's what you're the only dad they know. It's not fair for them to have to, you know, it's like this, you know, Ricky got this father and Bobby got this father and Susie got that. You know what I'm saying? That's not fair to them. They don't know that. That's foreign to them. You know what I mean? So you gotta, you gotta, you know, okay, you're mad at the mother and, and it hurts and your heart is broken, but the kids didn't break your heart. They just didn't. You know what I'm saying? So not to take it out on them is wrong. <laughs> it's it's just totally wrong, all right. But DJ Nelson, the maestro, he's over there itching for scratch star. So we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the groove today and uh, have some fun. Hey Nelson, yo yo, wah. this we're gonna start this off because we celebrating 50 years of hip hop still. All right, it's all right. Still, we're still in the 50 year hip hop uh, uh, celebration. You know what I'm saying? So it's 50. It's gonna be 50 years plus in a minute. That's right. All right. But let's let's get into the groove of thing, Nelson. Let's Start us off with some dope, dope, dope hip hop. All right, and make this it. happen. All right, we're gonna shout everybody out and have some fun, y'all. All right, yes. So Nelson, yo, yo, are you ready? Oh yeah, let's go. We worldwide, we worldwide. It's nothing like old school throwbacks. This is why you like it, baby. Let's get back Back to the bangers. Morning coffee radio. Morning coffee radio. Coffee radio. Who'd you rap Polo? Back again. What? This is poison. So be alerted. Cautious. Don't do outrageous. You won't get nauseous. Affected. Or contaminated. Turn on your stereo. And become radioactivated. Sadly and fatal. Poison the title. My recital. Hits the parts that are vital. Student the tone of beats and bones. Polo's headphones. Become the skull and crossbones. Fly Q-tips. Clean out the earwax. If it's still hard to hear, but I'm a scrub with Ajax. With maximum drum. So behave and remember. You're a slave to my sound wave. Faster rhymes. I'm mastermind. I have to find a new method. Time after. 
that's the time. Right around quick, when I pull out my big pen, stick to an idea that sounds real slick. Then put it on paper, cause I make you hyper than any other rapper. Cause I keep my rapping riper, like cherries, or some say berries. Mandatory for the auditorium glory. Here's the story, rappers getting leery to hear me. These beats in a new technique, the fury, combination of drums and noise. And yo, 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 polo, yo, this is poison. I 
Questions to find out how you feel inside. If I ain't rap, cause I flip burgers and Burger King. Would you be ashamed to tell your friends you're feeling me? In the bed, if I use my tongue, would you like that? If I wrote you a love letter, would you write back? Now we can have a little drink, you know, a nightcap. And we can go do what you like, I know you like that. Girl, it's easy to love me now. But you love me to down and out. But you still have love for me, girl. It's easy to love me now. But you love me if I was down and out. But you still have love for me. Now would you leave me every part of Find out I was stuck. Do you believe me when I tell you? You the one I'm loving. Are you mad cause I'm asking you 21 questions? Are you my soulmate? Cause if so, girl, you're blessed. Do you trust me enough? And tell me your dreams. I'm staring at you, trying to figure how you got them dreams. If I was down, would you say things to make me smile? I treat you how you want to be treated, just teach me how. If I was with some other chick and someone happened to see. And when you asked me about it, I said it wasn't me. Would you believe me? Oh, believe me. How deep is I on if that's all it takes for you to be gone? We only humans, girl, we make mistakes. To make it up, I do whatever it takes. I love you like a fat kid, love cake, you know my style, I say anything to make you smile. Girl, it's easy to love me now, but you love me to down and out, but you still have love for me, girl. It's easy to love me now, but you love me if I was down and out, but you still have love for me, girl. Hurting no doubt, like I told ya. Give me all your numbers so I can phone ya. 
girl act the same thing, call me over Not on the bed, lay me on your sofa Call before you come, I need to shave my cha-cha You do what you don't know, you will I won't chop Go downtown and eat it like a bow chop See my hips, big hips, so chop See my butt and my lips, don't chop Lost a few pounds in my way, so yeah It's the kind of beat that go ba-ta-ta Ba-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta Sex me so good, I say blah, blah, blah Work it! I need a glass of water Boy, your boy is good to know ya Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive and flat yet. It's your primitive and flat yet. If you get a big. You're tuned in to one of the hottest DJs walking the airway. Walking the airway. DJ Nelson, the maestro. If you're a fly girl, if you're a fly girl, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toast out. Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us close out. Don't I look like a Holly Berry host See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a chick that's even better. Uh, I make you hot as Las Vegas weather uh, Listen up close while I take it backwards Okay, because now they send me a joke I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want I love your braids and your mouth full of phones You love the way my butt boom 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 Keep your eyes on my boom 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 And think you can handle this, but don't, but don't, don't Take my thong off and my tail go boom Cut the lights on so you see what I can do Is it worth it? Let me work it I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it It's your primitive and plenty the, the, the hottest mix is going down right now. Man, there's nothing like hearing some old, 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 old school throwbacks. Old school throwbacks. We're not just a station. We're a lifestyle. We're a lifestyle. We're a lifestyle. Success show. Morning coffee show. This is your station. The pulse of the city. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Without a strong rhyme to step to. Think of how many weeks you just left through. Time's up. I'm sorry I kept you. Thinking of this. You keep repeating your miss. The rhyme from the microphone solo with. So you sit by the radio hand on the dial soon. As you hear it, pump up the volume. Dance with the speaker till you hear it glow. Then plug in a headphone. Cause here it go. It's a full letter word when it's heard control. So, text a tempo like a red alert. Which is a reflex and let it work. This is playing, you can't get stuck with the steps. So can say, and I'ma still come up with a good switch. Follow the leader, the rhyme ago. With the record that was mixed a long time ago. It could be done, but only I could do it. For those that can dance and clap your hands to it. I start to think, and then I sink into the paper. Like I was in when I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the line. I see when I finish the rhyme, I got so, 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 so. The stage is empty A beat like this might tempt me To pose, show my rings in my back old chain Grab the mic like I'm on so train But I win, cause I've mastered this Let the others go first so the brothers don't miss Eric B, break the sticks When you make the mix I'll experiment like a scientist You wanna rhyme? You gotta sign my list Cause I'm a manifest and bless the mic I'll hold you on the next Then you gotta have soul Cause if you ain't got it, I'ma make a arm pour Take the mic, make the people respond for the R Cause that's the way it'll have to be If you wanna get on after me Think about it, wait, erase your rhyme Forget it, 
And don't waste your time Cause I'll be in the crowd if you ain't controlling Drop the mic, you shouldn't be holding it This is how it should be done This style is identical to none Some try to make it sound like this But you're getting me So upset that I'm wet cause you're sweating me I drip steam like a microphone theme Ego to MC is my theme I get hype when I hear a drum roll Rock him is on the mic And you know I got soul Soul Stronger as I get older, constant elevation causes expansion. I write my rhymes while I'm cool in my mansion. Then put it on tape and in the city I test it. Then on the radio, the R's request it. You listen to it, the concept might break you. Cause almost anyone can relate to whoever's out of hand, I'ma give them handles. Light them up, blow them out like candles. Or should I just let them out? To give them a hand so they can see I felt. I'm not bold just cause I rock gold. Rock him is on the mic. You know I got so, 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 so. Drink at the bathroom, sink the water Like a shoe clean, got a routine Going still, got a few drunk 
on them shoestrings Throwing I was dehydrated to the beat vibrated I was revived as soon as this bitch y'all ready Them hips and lick them lips and that was it I had to get me down, get this thing some shades Two to the one, from the one to the three Y'all like good I like the trees Smoke so much weed You wouldn't believe And I get more than that's a half a bullet Three to the one From the one to the three I met a bad bitch last night in the deep Let me tell you how I made a leap with me Conversation and need I've been to the club looking out to top Heard to the fuck I'm talking steam and drop If I ain't got a weapon I'ma pick up a rock And when I bust your head We're gonna continue to rock Get your ass off the wall with your two left feet It's real easy, just follow the beat Don't let that fine girl pass you by Look real close, cause stroke like We're about to have a party Turn the music, let's get it started Go ahead, I'm in the mood with a girl with a body and a sexy strut Wanna get it poppin', baby, step right up They act retarded So there's a body body I'm in the mood with girls that will do whatever the fuck I say every day she be giving it up Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Come on, girl Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Oh, girl Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Come on, girl Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Oh, girl Shake that ass for me Shake that ass for me Coffee Radio Show with y'all shoot the motivated Jazzy G show star and DJ Nelson the Maestro. And uh, now, yo, yo. What <laughs> that's guy. what I'm talking about, my brother. Thank you, thank you, bro. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, so motivated. Yeah. Y'all gotta get on this bandwagon of DJ Nelson the Maestro. I know I brag about him a whole lot and everything. <laughs> that he's a modest dude and everything, but I'm telling you, man. There is no competition when it comes to DJ Nelson, the maestro. He is the mashup king. He does it. No one does it better. That's how I'm saying, right? It's not, you go no one does it <laughs> Mashing it up. Mashing it up. All the mashed potatoes. You know that James Brown song. <laughs> well, uh, but we having fun today on this terrific Tuesday because we just catching up. You know, we were on vacation and, and, and chilling for the holidays and everything. So we're back now. So we're just catching up with things and having some fun. But as always, all right, so motivated, it's time for you to get out your paper and your pen because Cheryl Star is about to go in. Because right about now, she's going to hit you off with today's thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. If you want to know where you're at on the map, just connect the dots and see where you land. And the reason why I say this, so motivators, is because the map of life is our journey to follow. Take the steps that guide you and don't worry about nobody else's step because we all have our own path. You know how they say you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them and you got to know when to keep on moving. Move on. Move on. <laughs> so I'll say this one more time. So motivators, if you want to know where you're at on the map, just connect the dots and see where you land. Marinate on that. 
Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. Hey, I'm digging You're that. welcome. You have to connect the dots, though. I mean, you're right about that. Because, again, connecting the dots, I'm going to tell you something. Because I learned something, right, from, from Dr. Uh, Dr. Frazier, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. George Frazier. He had he he had this paper out with a bunch of dots, you know, separate dots. Right, right. right. And he said these dots could represent any walks of life of black people in America. This right, dots could represent any, no matter what they uh, profession is or anything like that, or how much money they make it. That these dots could represent any any uh, source of, of, of black Americans. Then he turns the paper around and the dots are all connected. All over the place. <laughs> and it's, it looks like a spider web. Right. But they're all connected. And he said, now this, once black people understand to connect with one another and to network and pull our resources together, you know what I'm saying, and our sources together, then we become resourceful. Just like a spider web. Right. A spider catches prey. He catch it right in the web because it's is they can't see all the things that's connected to one another and then you get caught up in the web. And that's so true. So you connect your dots by webbing everything. I think everybody is getting the same training from these different places because we use those same trainers in the union. <laughs> they connect yeah. the dots. We yeah. have a we have a map where the dots are all over the place and then we have a map where they where they go inside and we also use it as a network. You know what I mean? Like yeah. connecting, and even also it helped with people finding their family trees. Yes, you, exactly. You find your family tree when you put your, you know, when you start with the foundation as yeah. far back as you could go. And now they have it where you can do DNA. You know, DNA. A lot of people are finding, you know, right. like Nas and um, Tracy Morgan are cousins. The cousin, right? You yeah. know, and they didn't know that, but he right. was saying he did the he did the DNA map because yeah, he wanted to know the, 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 the African ancestry. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, so I, I totally agree with what you said because those are some of the things that we use when we were trying to build the network and connect people on you know how do we keep moving forward with with the things that we were trying to accomplish. So right. I love that in different in different places you know because they also use that in the political world and right. when yeah. you see it you know everybody take it to uh, facilitate it on how it works for their their particular syllabus or whatever they trying to. But the connection is is still the same in the whole right. thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because networks are important. Right. I I think I mentioned this before that uh, when they did the case study on on uh, who gives you the better education between Ivy League schools and prestigious schools, mm-hmm. and they found out that you get a better education in Northwestern uh, University compared to Harvard. Right uh, And big up Northwestern That's where my father graduated from But uh, <laughs> uh, That's his alma mater And uh, And they found out the, That Northwestern You get a You get a better education Than Northwestern Right the Harvard But when the Harvard They going after the business <laughs> Right They have the network You know what I'm saying Right Those are the most prestigious Right people. All of the, all of those Ivy League schools Are like networking Because that's right. That's they, what they care about more. more than the education That's where the That's where the term it's not who you know. It's not what you know. It's who. Yeah, you who know. you know. Right. And how they know you. That's what. It's and if you look at who goes to Harvard versus who goes to the educational school, right. 
are people who are looking to get further in life. They go to the Ivy League schools based on those connections, and that's how they build their alumni and get their business started and stuff like that. They all pledge together. Right. And, you know, remember right. remember when George Bush, when his grades were revealed, he was a C minus, C, C plus student. Yeah, you you know, so yeah, he yeah. didn't care. Right. Yeah. You right. know, because he went care. there for the network because yeah. of his yeah. dad I, and all the connections. Yeah. I dated a young lady that graduated from Yale. Mm hmm. It was like one of the things she said. She said, "Yeah, we used to party a lot. We used to do this and that. We we got our, you know, we got whatever work we needed done to grad, to get done to graduate. Because once you once they see Yale on there, on your thing, it's a, it's a connection. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. connection between those Yale alumni and things. Right, like Harvard, Yale, Cornell. She actually said that to us. That it makes sense. I hear you. Prince, <laughs> Princeton. It makes sense. We did a we did a strike at Yale before. We did it. We shut them down, and we we did a walkout at Harvard too. But it wasn't as severe as Yale. But in Yale, because I had mentioned the uh, the the people who live in Connecticut were in office, and they they really shut that city. That's why I praise a lot of people who do the community work. You know, like the stuff you was involved in, the stuff that we had. You know, right. Billy Council, because right. they the community got together and they ran for all of the local seats they won all of the seats overwhelmingly and harvard had a, a rude awakening so yeah. now harvard is very union friendly and because of that whole action that we did and and one thing about the unions what they do is they bring people from all over the world so when, when they look at oh it's just the local town no 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 it was about but it was like six thousand seven thousand buses i mean people that came in the buses to join that strike and yeah. and harvard lost their mind yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they lost their mind. It was all over the news and everything. And another thing about you know these these uh, connecting people, they don't like bad press because yeah. they're all about their image. Yeah, I know. you know. So when they got that bad press, they they reckon they 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 got everything that they wanted, and they had to deal with some of the people who won those political seats. Just like one of the one of the young ladies that I know, she was running for the mayor. She wound up losing. But the mayor, the Republican mayor that went against her, he was scared of shit because she was having the numbers throughout the whole campaign. Right. You know, but they won other other seats. That's why I always big them up. Right. You know, always big yeah. them because they, well, that was amazing. I've never seen that done. Is because you know what happened with with, with with Dr. Gay and they get rid of the, they got rid of the very first black president of Harvard, a black woman, and and they they turned out to to, to, to get T actually stepped out because of the the they went after her saying that she wasn't pro-Israel and it, it made her out to be this anti-Semitic person and she wasn't that at, at, at all. all. Yeah. He was allowing both sides to have their voice. The Palestinians mm -hmm. and to have their voice. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that's 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 all that's all good. Because again, right. you know, we 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 talk when we talk, but look how many again, look how many Confederate uh statues of people that's around this country you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we try to get them down but but there's a fight against that and again i mean they allow on both sides i know everybody went a little eight you know what i'm saying when 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 uh uh trump had said that time you know we got good people bad people on both sides and all that stuff and oh we, yeah yeah but see 
I'm saying that, see, that's the mentality, though. See, mm-hmm. the mentality is that, oh, we got good and bad people on both sides, unless it's, unless this the side that's not, the side that's not favorable wants to, you know, hold the cards of the favorables. Mm-hmm. Let me say that, let me, let me make that clear, okay? So, you have those who, who are saying, oh, the, the Muslims are the terrorists. You have no proof of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's no more proof of that than what Hitler was saying back in World War Two that the Jews are, the, are going to be the worst thing that ever happened to to this world. So I have to exterminate them. No, 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 no. And plus, again, so so again, so we make this clear. All right, Hitler Hitler may have may have killed six million Jews, but he killed twelve million people. Okay, so let's get that clear. Okay, and three million of those were Africans. All right, two million of those were, were Jehovah Witnesses, and one million of those were Gypsies. So let's get let's make that clear. All right, so that's that's one thing. But what I'm saying is, I, only reason why I'm I'm standing up for for Dr. Gay, who who had to step down, it's too fishy to me that she. You know what I'm saying? They're saying that she plagiarized something and this and this and that. Now, this is what this one of these Republican senators, right? He claimed that she plagiarized something or whatever like the case may be. Come to find out his wife plagiarized her whole uh, thesis or something like that in college or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that came out. So what, what petty is going to happen to her now or to him now? Okay. That's what I tell you stuff about people with it's my ball and they always right. going to take it. Yeah, the my boy and the change the goalpost people. Okay, they they never they so they so into wanting to win, and their agenda is that they're so unfair that they make life in itself unfair. We wonder why things are just so hectic that should be smooth because they 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 change the goalpost again. Let's go back to Cat Williams. Okay, so they wanted they wanted to change the goalpost on him for so long. And, and put him under the gun for so long, and then well now here's the rabbit with the gun. Not now it ain't so much fun. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> absolutely, now, absolutely. The rabbit got the gun. It ain't fun now. See the hunters want to hunt all the time, but now the rabbit got the gun. Now, it ain't fun now. And that's the thing I'm saying. You want to protect his integrity, and and that's so one I, thing and, I, I stand on. And I, you know, like I said, if you. Let your integrity go and your dignity, then what are you worth? Yeah. And that's the thing I did not like with a lot of the comedians that's in a in a powerful position, so-called powerful position. That mm-hmm. they with Monique. I had a problem with that. I had a big problem with that. And she said it to Steve Harvey, hey brother, you supposed to stand with me. You guys didn't stand with me in public. Y'all said, yeah, behind closed doors, yes. Yeah, Monique, right, right. right. You're right, but none you still with no, me. No, nobody stood in public, and that's that what people dead do. Wrong. That's dead wrong. And and one one things one thing that when Muhammad Ali was 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 going to Supreme Court about the draft and everything, right, right, we might do Jabbar, right, uh, uh, Jim Brown, right. They were activists. They all them. All came together. Yep. They had a big press conference. They did it in public. They did yep. it public purposely. So they went, no, we have a... Well, you see what Cat Williams said. It's like they gave up the integrity for the money. And Monique said it too. Yeah. 
Right. You know, she said right. it. And right. even Steve Harvey, like, even in that interview, I when know he he's it, black and he's a he, Yeah, he goes, uh, I ain't got time to think about no integrity. I got family. So he said it. Yeah, but that's again. Stop being afraid. That means someone owns you. And say, so Dame Dash keeps saying that over and over again. We look at him like he was crazy, but now look, mm-hmm. What he says so true. They you knew that back own, when he was saying it because stuff. that's what him and Jay-Z when I was doing, owning their stuff when they first came. It's just that they didn't want to admit it, because like you said, the truth hurt. They knew what they they knew what Damon Dash was saying. You see, Envy danced around that question because all he asked them was a yes or no question. Do you have to report to somebody? Right. Do, do, and yeah. and the, the answer was yes, because Charlemagne yeah. was like, yes, we can't dance. Everybody that worked for, just like Gail King working for CBS. Right. That's why I was saying, when they work for somebody, they have to report to them. Mm -hmm. That's just plain blank, like he said. But, you know, speaking of that, you know, uh, we were speaking about the underpaid actresses and stuff like that. And it was also trending last week about, um, you know, continuing the conversation with Taraji getting support now. You right. know, people are, people are just showing support and basically saying that, you know, they stand with her, which, like you said, Monique didn't get. Because, you know, e even when I met Monique, when that was going on, she had her uh, residency in Vegas. And she was talking to us as union people. We met her in a, in a casino and we had a, like an hour long conversation about this. And I was really into what she was saying because she walked us through uh, what she done for her friend. So say if you my friend and you got you're a brilliant person and you got yeah. these movies that you bringing out. And I say, you know what? I'll take I'll do that. I'll play your leading lady. And all you could give me is 50000 And I did it on the strength that I know that you're going to become a Hollywood great. Right. That's what Lee Daniels was supposed to do. He's supposed to go back and look out for her. Because even Dame Dash loaned him $2 million. Dollars, and he didn't even you know, and he, he, he had, had to, he had to, to bring it up. He had to call him on it. He had and to bring he, it Yeah, He had to call yeah, him when out. When you get, when you get, uh, 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 what, what was the empire? When you got empire, you got you got well over that two million to give right you because back. he did. And you should have been the butler. He had money to give Damon Dash back his money, and even when Damon Dash wasn't in the in the financial state that he once was, that's when you go look out for that brother. Right, exactly. Everybody know he wasn't in the financial state that he once was. So where was Lee Daniels then? Right. And to see, I saw a post with, uh, you know, it, it was a live, uh, you know, the paparazzi was talking to Vivica A. Fox and I love Vivica, but they was like, what do you think, you know, about what Taraji is saying, this and that. And she, and she kind of like, she kind of, to me, she did a, she did a like a 360. She was like, well, I didn't experience that. But, you know, I support my sisters, you know, everybody's trying to be heard and blah, blah, blah. That sounded a little shady. And, and I was like, okay, Vivica. Vivica got a lot going on where she produces her own movies. So she's been working. She's been keep grinding. Yeah. And Vivica been out since with the show with her and Patti LaBelle and Mark Chestnut. I mean, that was years ago. Yeah. Right? But the thing that I thought it was a little odd because there's actresses that are higher in, in salary and even movie roles and they experienced it. So we're like, okay, Vivica, well, why didn't you experience with all of these tons of actresses and actors are even saying? Terrence Howard said he only got $6,000 for Crash. Right, yeah. $12,000 for Hustle and Flow. Right. So 
What made Vivica different? Because Angela Bassett is oh. on the page. Um, what's her name? Viola Davis, right. who they call the yeah, Black Meryl Streep. And she did Blockbuster. She played in a, a Woman King. How much money did the Woman King make? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Vivica, I don't know. Like that's uh, that that kind of was kind of shady. I am not even gonna comment on that because I don't want <laughs> that I'm attacking Vivica or anything like that. Cause no, we gotta keep it real. We're not attacking her. We gotta call a spade a spade. I, we love Vivica. I, I'm saying I don't see where you know what it sounds like to me a little bit. Damon Wayans had a, a, a old joke on one of his stand-ups. Mm-hmm. He's talking about black actors and black comedians when when um, when uh, they they ask them, they talk about racism and they say they always get that they find that one black guy and he say is that it? he said and, and he do his himself as a as example. Now said Damon, now that you made thirteen million and we're not counting. But uh, uh, him up. he is racism in America. He said he's like an old slave. Like, mm, I, I don't know. I ain't seen none. If in the midst, I ain't seen none. So he's not talking like a slave and everything. And so he said, at the end, he said, before I sell out, I get the hell out. But we always find the one, they always find the one that don't see the racism, that don't see the this. And don't, like, where you been? Like, come on, stop acting like that. I can't relate. That's what Vivica said. I can't relate. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe because Vivica was given the money that's her in her range. Because again, Vivica Fox is nowhere near in the range of Ataji P. Nowhere near. I mean, but she started acting before and, her, so you would think she would experience some of that. I, I, I know that, but what I'm saying, right, right. one doesn't have the same range. Because again, let's let's take uh, even a, a range of of uh, the one from Scandal, uh, Carrie Washington. She doesn't mm-hmm. have Carrie's Washington range. Could you imagine Vivica Fox in the lead role in Scandal? Would it came off the same way? Would it had you just as riveted? I don't think so because I don't think she has. Well, that. I, I agree. I think I think certain I roles, certain people could do those roles yeah. better than you know. I, like I, I can't imagine Monique being Cookie Lion. Remember, Monique had mentioned that, yeah. and, and yeah. she said that um, he never offered her the role of Cookie Lion, but he told her, "I got some projects that I want you to read, take a look at." After the movie, so he right. made further promises. So that's why the fifty thousand dollars wasn't a ba- a big a big deal to Monique because he made her feel like I make this movie on pressures. I got Butler coming. Right. I got this TV shows. I got Star. I got right. Empire. And you're gonna right. be. I'm gonna work with you. So she looked at it as bang. You know, because sometimes you know we we do we we take one for the team to get the ultimate goal you know nba players do it all the time they take a salary cut just to get same thing with will Will packer you know what i'm saying and packer and holly berry it's the same thing or you know saying every or denzel washington with with spike lee They, they all you know they're gonna go with someone you know saying we cool we dope this is gonna this role is gonna lead me to more things which I understand. That makes sense. 
Yeah, and that's why I said I could see it in that case. But yeah. you know, I, I think Vivica was in Independence Day, but you know, she didn't have a major role. But she was in Kill well, Bill, where she had girlfriend. a good role. She, Kill Bill made money. Wanted she, she to girlfriends. She did have a major role. She was supporting actors. No, but what I'm saying is that her yeah. role wasn't as yeah. significant. Yeah. Right. See how you feel that that's significant? Right. Spot. Now. Right. So that's why take, I said she was in take, blockbuster films. Take every film, other but, state. Take right. every state. Now, Regina King plays his wife. See the difference? See the difference? You you know how now Regina King got way more range than Vivica Fox. Cause look how Regina King was was looked upon when she played his wife in Enemy of the State. Right? See? I mean, I, I put all of them in the same class. I think I give Taraji a little more range, like you said, because of the the versatility, the versatility that she played. Because a lot of times, Vivica had played that role in Benjamin. Right. Vivica had played that role in Benjamin. No, I agree with about Taraji P. Not Hester, at all. <laughs> but I'm saying, like in the in the girls in her, you know, some of them are cast type. Like you know, they play similar parts all the time. So yeah. I would say Taraji had a lot more diversity. Like Lawrence Fishburne is 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 very diverse as an actor, you know. But people don't really give him his just due, you know. He He's played so one. many He's different roles. He played an Englishman, the professor, yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of black actors that don't get their props the way they should, and they got they got a raise. That's all you have to do is acknowledge yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And because they, I also read it was trending that Tyler Perry paid Cicely Tyson, you know, God rest her soul, a million dollars for the movie that she did with him, and and basically. She used to get between six thousand and ten thousand dollars with 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 the salaries that she was getting. So he paid her a million dollars, and she was at the you know past her prom, even though she was a legend. Right. So he yeah. was doing he was giving her that legendary like giving yeah. her her flowers per yeah. se. Studio lot one of the lots is called that That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, he was he was giving her her flowers per se. Yeah. But yeah. somebody like you know Taraji, he gave. But we supposed to see what people don't understand. We supposed to don't think for one second black people not supposed to look out for black people. Right. Right. Supposed to. Right. We looking out for Jews for the reason of Jews, and they said all the time they do nothing less unless black unless five. Jewish families can can be supported. Well, that was the key point that Monique said. She said, right? She said Tyler paid her the most for Taraji, but did she pay? Did he pay her her worth? Because he could have paid her her worth like he paid Cicely Tyson. So right. if you got a million dollars, give it to somebody who's carrying you for three or four movies. Right. You know, because he did like two or three. He did Acrimony with Taraji. I could do bad by myself. She was oh. leading lady in both of those films. Yeah. And she also played his wife in The Family That Prays. Right. You know, so he should have upped her salary. And I believe if Tyler would have did it, then Oprah would have. Well, Tyler and Oprah is in that stage. Again, he still paid her the most. Right. He paid her the most. But right. I don't know if, if it was. She asked for X amount of dollars and he just gave it to her. So she didn't have to beg Marlon still to get what she needed to play in his movies because whatever she asked for, he gave it to her. To me, I I, I feel that's cool. Well, right? she bigged him up I, for that. 
I just feel she picked him up for So I just be hesitant and actresses like that, and even actors need to be making way more money. Even and she didn't, she didn't be nominated for the supporting actress role in the Golden Gloves. You know, Golden Gloves came on last week. Fantasia right. was nominated, but right. Emma Stone won. Yeah. You know, so, Tarazi wasn't even nominated for supporting actress. Right, right. I know. You know which people I, was like, she was a good supporting actress. That's what I'm but saying. But you know what they're gonna do is they're gonna nominate Fantasia for the Emmys and the and the. Grammy. She's gonna get nominated, but I don't think they're gonna nominate Oscar, her for the, right. Right. I don't think she's gonna get nominated for the Oscar. Oh. So we'll, well see. I would love for her to get nominated for the Oscar and the Grammys, and the, you know, she walk away with both. I think that'd be dope. I think that'd yeah. be dope. But we never know. Hollywood is a fickle place. You know, it, it's the funniest thing about them. You know, when when Diana Ross was nominated for an yeah, Oscar, you take the blues, the blues, yeah. right? Right. Okay. They said the reason why she didn't win is because. Barry Gordy did too much. He did too much. Now, let me. The, what do you mean he did too much? The city was doing too much back then. Mm-hmm. It's standard today. It's a standard practice. What he was doing behind the scenes mm-hmm. is standard practice today. So they're always changing the goalposts. You know what I'm saying? The mob ball people always change the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're going to say What he did back then In the 70s At the time, they this was their problem Barry Gordy was doing too much He was doing this and that He was everywhere doing this and this and that blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That is standard today So what he created then What he created Let's get that straight Because Barry Gordy does everything original <laughs> Alright And what he created back then Became standard today Mm-hmm. Always some BS. Always be. it's, it's it's shady grady. It's always gonna be some shady grady. You know what I'm saying? Because again, we're we're the first addict. Do you remember yeah, when Eddie Murphy did Dream Girls and um they they kind of didn't want him to release Norbit because they wanted drink because he was nominated and he was the favorite at the time and they yeah. said do not release Norbit until after the Oscars. And Eddie Murphy was like, I'm not, nobody's controlling when I release my movie. So they per, people feel that they purposely snubbed him out of that. Right. Because he, at that time when he did that, he was supposed to get that award. But they, they, you, they do some funny business and they, and they shice you out of it. <laughs> I'll tell you what he should have gotten the Oscar for. And still my favorite movie right now. When he did, when he did the movie, uh, a Rudy Ray Moore story. Oh, Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah, that was that, good. He rocked that. Yeah, he played that really good. I thought I was looking at Dolomite half the time. Yeah. <laughs> half the time, I thought I was looking at Rudy Ray Moore. He did it so well. And the funny thing is, Eddie has said in an interview when he was promoting the movie, he said that him and Rudy Ray Moore was supposed to go on, was supposed to go on tour together. That would have been dope. He wanted Rudy Ray Moore to be his opener because you know, right. uh, um, Paul Mooney ended up being his opener, and that was doing the the raw when 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 right, was right. raw right because yeah. I, I remember Rev he actually went to to see raw it the the actual taping of it mm-hmm. the Square Garden the live show uh, he he went to that. And, and and Paul Mooney was the opening that, but 
Eddie Murphy also wanted Rudy Ray Moore to, well, Rudy Ray Moore wanted to go, Eddie did the tour with him, they wanted to do the tour together. And Eddie kept saying to Rudy Ray Moore, man, they need to do a movie about you. Because your life is so fantastic. They used to be hanging right. Rudy Ray Moore would tell them stories. And he said, man, these stories need to be told. Just like how I feel about the Funky 4 Plus 1 More biopic. I just, I just need to be told. It's like my soul won't rest until it's told and told properly. And that, that's how Eddie felt about it. You know what I'm saying? Rudy Ray Moore ended up passing away and everything like that before Eddie can do it. But then he did. He did a hell of a job, though, man. He yeah, did. that was a good. That was a My good. My God, one. he did a hell of a job, man. I was like, yo, that's what he should have won an Oscar for. If he won an Oscar, I think if it would have came out post COVID or prior to COVID, I think he would have. Yeah. Because I think it would have been a, a bigger movie, you know. But because it was released on the Netflix, I think, and it was during that, you know, that COVID syndrome. Yeah, it was during that time. It didn't get a lot yeah. of attention yeah. as it Yeah, because yeah. 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 pre-COVID, I think it would have been a big movie. Yeah, I think he would have had a, a chance. Yeah, and I think we would have, yeah, they would have had to not deny him, you know what I'm saying? But again... You know, he got nominated, but he didn't. He didn't win for that one. I, I just thought he should have got the nod for that. That. Mm-hmm. That's that's still one of my favorite movies. I can watch that movie when I'm. I feel like you know, you know, there's movies that you can watch when it's nothing really on. You know what I'm saying? Your favorite. Oh yeah, we go that back and watch the old classic. Let me watch something. Sure. Yeah, let's, let me watch yeah. something. Just yeah, keep going. <laughs> and, right. And the movies. That's one of the Dolomite is one of the movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I, I love that though. That's a cool movie though. But Ed got range too. That's the one thing they thought Eddie Murphy didn't have the range that he had. And he's proven himself. You know. Well, that's why I was glad to see him play in a in a more serious role. Like Alfred was saying, you know, because sometimes they cast type you. Like they think, you know, it was even good to see Kevin Hart play in the True Story movie, even though he played a comedian. It was nothing about. It. Yeah. That was. It was. It was. Up. That's so yeah, that was a that was a good. He should have got nominated yeah. for that yeah. because yeah, he said that was a really good role. He did a really Chris good Rock. Job. Chris Rock did a serious role too. Yeah, well, Chris Rock do a lot of serious roles. And you know what I like Chris about comedian? Serious role. What I like about the the range of a comedian and somebody was saying it online is that they have a double uh, a double gift because number one is like how Cat Williams could go and do a role and enhance it. Especially if it's a funny role But as a comedian As an inspiring comedian I consider myself an actress And every You know you go up there And you you know like I was explaining about Alfred like they get into character They tell a story They narrate us and their job is to make you laugh. And if you could make half the room, like you said, have what Patrice O'Neill had said, if half the audience got their mouth open and they and they like, what the? Because yeah. comedian's job, it's a job. Is, yeah. is to make people think and yeah. make it funny while they're making you think. Yeah. That's why Dave Chappelle is considered to be as brilliant as he is because Dave Chappelle is great at that. That's why I am not for muzzling, uh, putting a muzzle Shut on. It down. I'm not for putting a muzzle on comedians. I'm just, right. I, I I feel that they have something to say. We're not gonna agree with everything. They're they're comedians that I may not like their style, 
I mean, even like their subject matter time, but I, I feel muzzling them is the wrong thing to do. You put a muzzle on comedians, you just put a muzzle on all of us. In time, Let me tell you what, Cam Berger, uh, comedian Cam Berger asked me a couple of weeks ago when we did the show. So I have a joke, and it's a real life thing because most of us we tell our lives. I was talking about with my ex husband, and this is a this is a joke that I use regularly. You know, because how they say you could go everywhere in the world and do the same joke. Like it's right. like Torrance. Yeah. Like yeah. Rakim is gonna go on every arena. He's still gonna sing. Um, right. Thinking of a master plan. He's just gonna right. do it for yeah. Jersey. Right. He gonna, so I do the jokes, right? So now this is the second time that I did a show with Hamburger, and he heard that joke for the second time. And he he came up to me because I told the joke. So motivated that you know my ex husband had a serious trucking accident. And he's still recuperating to this day, and he's gonna have early dementia. You know he was hurt tremendously, and you know he got a big lawsuit. And so when I was telling the joke, and I said, you know, he was my ex husband snaps on me that die you still dating because I was the one who pursued the divorce. So he makes jokes that what are you doing home on a Saturday night? Yeah, you ain't got a date. So he's basically saying that's what you get for divorcing me, right? And so I was telling the joke and I said, you know, because I can't go marry him, people are gonna think, oh, she's just marrying him to get his millions, right? So I said, I was like, well, babe, you know you better sign your 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 we better just get married because we still have a relationship like a marriage. I come visit you, I bring you food, blah blah. He was like, You think you slick. But the point is, hamburger was, you know, people was laughing, like, oh my God, she's saying this for real. You know, because I was like, yeah. I'm not getting married until I know what my ex-husband is going to do. Because I'm not giving up. So ha Hamburger came up to me <laughs> and he said, I heard, I remember you doing that joke. He said, I have a question that I'm going to ask you. He said, because I know I, the stuff I talk about is real. He said, are you really waiting? <laughs> I said, you damn skippy. <laughs> and he said, that's what makes me respect it. He yeah. said, because if you was just saying it to get laughs, then I'll be like, okay, it's funny. He said, but the fact that this is your truth, yeah. I respect you. Yeah. So that's what he told me. And he said, that's the jewel that he gave me. He said, always be authentic, even authentic. in your joke. I, and I love that about most comedians. I love that. that I think right. that's why Cat Williams is one of my favorites. One of my favorites, right. I, I just... That, Shout out to Hamburger. You better come on the show like you promised. And, uh, yeah, indeed. Because I, I remember when... when when I saw him on Friday after next, when he came up, I was like, oh, they just ran away. I was like, oh, it's got way off. Like, you know, it's like, and I felt like, hey, man, somebody that I knew, you know what I'm saying, like a cousin got, got a part right. at the pro. Right. Yeah, because I was following this guy for a long time. And, and DJ Bob Q reminded me that back in the day when we had the record store on 125th street his bootleg his because his comedy stuff was the was the, the the number one bootleg going around was cat williams nice got all about that now this is before Man. he did fridays i'm taking way before right so yeah yeah that's that's dope <laughs> Way before, and I forgot all about it though. Man. Right, DJ right. reminded me, like, yo, remember Cat Williams? His bootleg was the number one selling bootleg, and all the bootlegs we were selling back then. <laughs> I said, That's right, like, I can remember at the time. I thought, I thought the first time I, I got to see him was BET. 
back in the day when they had like Comic View or something like it was called. I think it was called uh, BT Comic View. I thought mm-hmm. first time I saw him, but actually it was that I saw him before Comic View. You know, so again, so it, it's like. You know, just to see someone like him, and he always was authentic, even though he wanted to get further and further. But he saw, should I pay this price? Because you know, this should I for the quick win? Should I should I pay the price for the quick win? Nah, like he said, he said, like he, said he hate people who take shortcuts. <laughs> he hate people who take you know, shortcuts. He say stuff that's crazy. It's like, yo, who thinks of that? But comedians think of that. <laughs> that's the funny thing. You know what I'm saying But it, it's, it's all good though So all this that's going on with Cat Williams All the things that's happening It's, it's really it, It's really Not that, that it's only opened up Pandora's box Or that it's also uh, Stirring up the pot Or even As another term You know what I'm saying open, You know what I'm saying uh, the Letting out some of Victoria's Secrets Mm-hmm. That, that's the sound all cliche, but it, it's gonna make them work. It's like Cat Williams said, right? You know what I'm saying? Want to get, uh, get in the boys' club and get everything handed. It's gonna be a change in the community yes. world, and it needs to be community world. And you know what else? Because I'm gonna tell you something that happened in, in amongst black comedians that I think was is kind of a disservice. Black comedians got this whole program thing where they they, they, they they start out in the circuit, then they get on television, then they get the movie, then they get the dead, the, the, and then they get the big arena thing, and that's how they mm-hmm. see it. It was a time where we can go to the Uptown Comedy Club, where we can paralyze, okay. we go Black Night or whatever like that, or, yeah. or Fat Tuesdays and all that. All that stuff is gone because yeah. these comedians, they got this, this 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 Your road status now. Yeah. yeah it's road that they take and we don't have that anymore where right. you can go to these comedy stores and these comedy clubs these these you know places and you can you can see these big comics um just doing a thing where the black comics are not doing that and i think it's a disservice i think things are going to change now mm-hmm. and if they do right. stop in there have they to come in. home they're gonna have to they come slip home. in undercover on them and, and then that's how they go in there and steal up and coming comedian jokes. <laughs> but but I'm just saying they I think a lot of comedians are gonna have to come on home now. And, and and it's gonna be and you're gonna see a lot of the black comedy clubs you can watch. <laughs> and also they become blockbuster cards like Kevin Hart. You know, remember when Alfred was saying that he's disappointed that we can't see uh Eddie Murphy stand up no more because now that they're movie stars and blockbuster stars. Um, Kevin Hart is still doing it, but Eddie, with great people like Eddie Murphy, we would love to see another right. stand up from Eddie Murphy. You know, exactly. That's just like the basketball players. Once they become a certain, they don't want to do the dunk contest. Right. Like we want to see you dunk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like LeBron. He, he never been in the dunk contest, and and he did some dope dunks. You know, so and it's like, why not, brother? Why? Why's the? Why That'd be dope to see him and his son. <laughs> Go yeah. against each other in the dunk contest. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd, that'd be, be nice. I that'd doubt that'd happen, but that'd be clever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if that'll happen, but that's clever. You know, but again, I, I think you know, and and again, athletes are a little bit different because certain sports you can only play it. You know, 
on the average, there's an average on certain sports, especially contact sports. So mm-hmm. you know you can't play football and certain times. Yeah. You know, those are contact sports. You know what I mean? So and, and even with basketball with the jumping and the flying and this and that, you know what I'm saying? Even though that's not considered a contact sport, but I think um they Draymond Green and get the memo, but, you know what I'm but <laughs> Oh poor Draymond. <laughs> Not according to him. But again, there's a life expect uh, a life expectancy when it comes to certain sports. I under, I understand that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, we had a debate with your, your brother S and, 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 and Rev and and uh uh S said that, you know, uh rapping is a sport. You know, and that it is it, it they should go to a certain age and and they get to a certain age they need to stop rapping. No, and, and you're wrong on that one, right. brother. So Rev me, Rev and Al Ali feel like no, that's not true. It's like yeah. music. You know, and and, right. and that's not that's not true at all. It's just, and again, I think Gucci was the one that said, you know, they're artists now. They're not right, they're right. Not, they're artists, so it's right. art. Absolutely. So now, now that your artist, your artist, your artistry lives as long as you do. Right. You know, so again, right. So that's that's another thing. And who's telling the Rolling Stones they too old? Nobody. Right. They on tour right now as we speak. The Rolling right. Stones are still touring. So again, why is it okay for rock and roll artists to tour until, the, until they drop dead? But for rappers, they got to stop at a certain age, or they they ain't fit to, to do what they do. I still love to see Rob Bass. I still love to see Dougie Fresh. You know I'm saying Rock Kim still turns it out. Okay, KRS One still brings the house down. Big Daddy Kane never stopped touring. Big Daddy Kane is the man. You know what I'm saying? You go to a Big Daddy Kane show, you're gonna be thoroughly yes, indeed. Thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> And he's very versatile. You got more in store than what you think you're gonna get. At and Daddy Kane still house. moving. He's oh, right. over, over fifty and still can dance. Right. He's still doing that cross move. He do one or two songs like, on these fifty anniversary stuff. But you go to a Big Daddy Kane concert. You know what I'm saying? It may not be the big stadium. It might be something like SOBs or something like that. He turns it out or or the BB Kings or, or somewhere like that or, or, or House of Blues. You know what I'm saying? I seen Big Daddy Kane in the House of Blues. Man turned it out. He had the band and he had Mr. C and he was doing all kinds of stuff, man. And he still was dancing and all that stuff. He had his dances and no joke. So to, to say that somebody like Big Daddy Kane should stop rapping and stop making music. Now he, you see, ridiculous. now he's putting a coat on like James Brown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's ridiculous to say the that Godfather. he shouldn't be rapping or he shouldn't be making records or if he make records, uh, the young people, uh, he's not gonna be into it. And who gonna? But man, young people are into vinyl today. Millennials buy. Yeah, vinyl the vinyl today. is back. Vinyl you understand what I'm saying? So you never know. They got all albums. They got right. Thriller. Right. So you never know. That's to say it's for old. That's for know what's coming old. back. Man, yeah, that's, man, it should be for people, grandchildren, and, and, and Rodney C mentioned that Rolling Stones, that they're taking their grandkids and their great-grandkids to see the Rolling Stones and, and living it. When, when the 50th anniversary of hip-hop at Yankee Stadium, my daughter and my granddaughter was with me. And right. that's, how, that's how it's supposed to be. 
No, right. no matter what you want to make it to be, that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. Right. I was just playing in my car when I was picking up my daughters at the airport last week. And and, and I, I had the playlist in that my granddaughter made for me. And so when the songs were playing and everything, so my daughter, she was like, oh, daddy, ooh, what you know about this? What you know about that? Because I had like, old songs and new songs. And, and, and I said, oh, that's knowledge playlist. She made that for me. And said, oh, she's like, oh, my niece, she got taste. And said, she got great taste. I said, yeah, because all those times that I used to pick her up, you know what I'm saying? Pick up for my mother and we go to Chuck E. Cheese. All I played was old school music. You know what I mean? And that's, that's how we I got played. it from our parents. And like, that's how right. we, we stayed she with the music of our parents' song. She knew every word to And the Beat Goes On by the Whispers. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm she is like four years old singing. She in the backseat in a little booster seat singing. That's how, it, that's how it is. And now here she got this great taste in music. But again, and, and I took her as, as well as my daughter to go see uh, these rappers from generation to generation and really enjoy it and appreciate it, man. That that right there is how it's supposed to be. No other way. So to say that rappers get a certain age, they say rap anymore, you must be crazy. Rakim is still dope. He'll light these mumble rappers up. <laughs> he light them up. <laughs> so he, he putting an age limit or or uh, expiration date on rappers, I think that's that's Ridiculous. That's all I gotta say about that. That's yeah. just We back, we back. We gonna see the rappers come back. That's right. We bringing them up. Everybody is back in full effect. And I love the fact that the pioneers are now getting the money of the new rappers too. They need to get paid a good ticket. Yeah. Because when they were rapping back in the days, they probably was coming home with like like Method Man said, we was making three, four thousand dollars. Now yeah. they're making yeah. forty thousand, a hundred thousand, yeah. you yeah. know? So you know what's cool? Like a lot of commercials are playing breakbeats, mm-hmm. and and one of the breakbeats was playing. I think it was Bra, right? Um, by Samande, and so I'm I'm singing along to it, and 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 Gaia was like, "Oh, what's that, Daddy?" Was and, and I was like, "Yeah, it's called Bra." It, it has a break to it and everything like that, and, and then she looked it up and I said, "She, she, she had loved the song." And everything, so I was like, "Yo, that's because it's good songs to dance." Because again, it was a breakdancing song for us. So for her, generation, everybody's on rap now. Yeah. So and 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 the hear different hip the, the hip hop songs on on these commercials, and I forget what it was for. I think it was like on the bandwagon. I think it was like a, yeah, I think it was like a credit card commercial or something like that. Everybody want a piece of rap. Right. You know I said, but I felt like that that was like so cool to me. You know, so it's a lot of people that now a lot of these these groups like like my boys, you know, what I'm saying that my boys Ultramagnetic MCs they going on tour in Europe and everything. Shout out to them. We're gonna have we're gonna have uh, Ultramagnetic on here, so they're gonna talk about their tour and the whole nine yards and everything. So it, it's it's hip hop got a lot to say and it is a lot going on and and so much. I know I didn't talk about my book a lot last year but i do want y'all to get it and and uh hip-hop proverbs and it's about me and and my boy tony banks so it's about tony banks and god jazzy rainy and it's called the hip-hop proverbs and what what we did was we took lyrics of rappers and what i what i did i, I, I put the practical psychology to their rap lyrics so that's the nice. 
So that's what it's called, Hip Hop Farmer. Y'all get it on Amazon, and it's exclusive to Amazon right now. Matter of fact, and I think they got it on sale right now because I think they had a sale right after the holiday and all that type of thing because they contact us about it and, and all that stuff. So so pick up the Hip Hop Proverbs. It's, it's something that's, you know, it, it's something that. Uh, when we wrote it, we wrote it because we wanted to bring in the best of both worlds to you Where you hit, you get those rapid lyrics and things like that And it's more than just words, because that's the subtitle of, this, of it It's saying hip-hop power is more than just words Because when I bring the practical psychology to it You, you, you understand a little bit more that these words have a lot of meaning and they're powerful and they're powerful for a reason but you know go pick that up on amazon okay but uh dj nelson the maestro is giving us a wrap-up sign and uh so we're gonna uh uh, say our affirmation, protection, prayer, take our deep breaths and all that stuff on this terrific Tuesday here on the new and approved morning coffee radio show. All right, so so motivated, breathing, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it, breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it, one more time, beloved, breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day on this Terrific Tuesday. Take that no matter where you go today, man. Be work, school, or play today. Hey, Star, where you, what, what you doing on this Terrific Tuesday? Turn it up. Turn up Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to turn up. Turn up. The day before Wednesday and the day after Monday, y'all. Get it going. The week is here. Let's get through the week. Turn up. Do what you do. The day before Monday, day after day before Wednesday, day after Wednesday. That's right. All day, every day. I just messed that up, but y'all know what I mean. I, I messed that joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? That's why I leave the comedy to a star, okay? <laughs> I'm hey. joking. I'm going to turn up for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's so motivated. We start now, so we're going to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Hey, we thank you for joining us on Dance River Tuesday on the new morning. Coffee video show, y'all. Hey, we love you. Hey.